Hey golfers, welcome back to Chasing Your Best. This podcast is and always will be dedicated to the golf learning curve. Golf nerds, golf junkies, golf pursuitists, golfers all united here in the name of trying to play better golf and just chasing whatever is important to you. I've never been here to tell you what's important to you. I only want to equip you with more tools, knowledge, and best practices to help you inch closer to to your goals. Anyway, today I want to talk about some aiming strategies for golf and help you refine that process. Some of this stuff may not sound groundbreaking to you, but I know there are a lot of you that don't have a proper process for aiming yourself or aligning yourself to the hole. So let's break that down together. Let's start with an approach shot or drive wherever you are. Wherever you are, you want to first step back behind that golf ball. Select your target, whatever that target is. Visualize your shot shape. I think this is an important and underestimated step. Visualizing success will help you breed success more often. Whatever you want that to look like, whatever that is. You want to hit a high draw, visualize that. You want to hit a low cut, visualize that. You want to create more of a forward divot, visualize that. Visualization reps count. But you want to get behind that golf ball and select a target, whatever that target is. And then in between your ball and that target, there's something. 12 to 24 inches in front of your golf ball. There is some kind of imperfection that you're going to use to align your club face at. Pick that imperfection out and and, and a little trick here and I like watch a Justin Rose video or watch him approaching his golf shots. He's a good example for this how he always lifts the shaft of his club up and closes one eyeball but what he's doing is he's he's setting his shaft and he's using that as a straight line to pick out whatever's in between his golf ball and his target. I've personally done that for a while and trust me you'd be surprised how often your eyes are misleading. So having that extra step, I I really recommend try it out, see what you think, but lift the club up, draw a straight line from your ball to your target, and then pick something 12 to 24 inches in front of your golf ball that you can align your club face at. Then you're going to step up to the side of your golf ball. You're going to have that intermediate target 12 to 24 inches in front of that, and you're going to align your club face at that. Now, here's a, a layer that most of you need to work on and you don't know that you do is your club face alignment is generally goofed up. Most people set up with their club face closed, which is fine if you're a slicer. But what we want to work towards is we want to work towards setting up with a club face that is actually square and pointed at our target. We want to eliminate pre-swing variables. We want to have a solid setup and eliminate all those pre-swing variables. It's just, it's something that we can actually control and then we can put the rest of the game on our in-swing variables and what happens from there and, and judge it from there and move forward that direction. What I like to demonstrate this is there's two ways. One, you can pick up your club off the ground after you've aligned it and check the leading edge when the shaft is parallel to the ground. So have your club gripped, lift it up so the shaft is parallel to the ground and look at the leading edge of the club. It should be straight up and down, 12 o'clock. Not slightly canted inward, outward, any of that. Straight up and down, 12 o'clock, and that is square. And then when you set that down, I want you to to really double check your eyeballs and pay attention. Hey, is this what I'm used to seeing? Is this the thing that I'm used to seeing with my club face? And most of you are going to find that when your club face is square, it's actually much more open than what it typically is. And if you want to hit a nice high draw, a nice high straight shot, having that initial loft with your setup is important. But I actually wouldn't recommend changing that if you currently struggle with slice tendencies you should learn to close your club face first 
and then you should reopen it later. That's a little sidebar. But that's our basic process for aiming. We're gonna select our target, visualize our shot, pick out an intermediate target, and with that intermediate target, we can use the shaft of the club to draw a line from our ball to that target and then pick out that intermediate. And then we're gonna step up to the golf ball. We're gonna point our club face at that intermediate target. And then from that point, we're going to align our body to our club face. And we just want good parallel lines, like two train tracks running down. You want the first line as your club face aiming at the hole and your body parallel to that. You don't need to go into paralysis by analysis, breaking that down even further. That gives you some good basic structure to help yourself get set up. Oh, and the other thing I didn't mention that I wanted to circle back to was your club face. So there's a tool called a magnetic club face tool. If you look up magnetic club face tool, another training aid will pop up and it's a magnet that sticks to your club and it will point some direction, which will visualize which direction your club face is actually pointed. And I would recommend having that in your, in your training aids because it's just a good solid way to come back to figure out, hey, what is square? What is square? What does your club face look like when it's square? Also, the picking it up trick works well too, but if I'm given one of the two, I actually like the magnetic club face better because it's just, it's a very visual way to point it at your target. And I think most people register with that just a little bit better. But let's get into the course management side of things, the strategy side of things as you move on to the golf course. Now you have a process to help yourself align yourself to the target. Use that process and, and work hard at it. Work on it on the range before you play. Work on it on the course when you go play. And just always be very cognizant and conscious of the fact that aiming is hard. It's one of our bigger struggles and hurdles in the game of golf because we're lateral to the target. Unlike other sports, you may be facing the target. In golf, you're lateral to the target and that makes it harder to align yourself. So aiming strategies, as we get off the tee box, I want you to think about two things. One, what is the tee shot that will give you the best approach shot and angle to that approach shot? So is that the right side of the fairway? Is that the left side of the fairway? If the, if the pin is on the left side of the green, a shot from the right side of the fairway will give you the most ideal angle to that green. And this is obviously very situational. If you have hazards, you have to take that into account. If you have a funk on the course, some kind of hills or something that you don't wanna deal with, you have to take that into account. And then also, what is your ideal approach shot? And if you don't know that ideal approach shot, you need to figure out where your sweet spot is for that. For a lot of us, it's not a little flip wedge, like a 42 and 80 yard wedge. That's a shot that most of us isn't the highest percentage chance for most of us. Most of us are really gonna excel from 90 to 120 yards. That would be really ideal. Or maybe you're good with your nine iron or your eight iron, wherever that, wherever you're good, you wanna to play to that because that's gonna give you the highest percentage chance of hitting the green. And if you haven't listened to this podcast before, I've said it many times, but I'll say it once more, hitting greens, it's the fastest way to shoot better golf scores. If you hit more greens, you will shoot lower scores. If you're not shooting lower scores, we have issues and let's talk about those. But hitting greens is the recipe for shooting great scores. Drive it in an area where you can have a shot at the green. In a perfect world, our strategy allows us the best angle, but if it, that strategy doesn't work out, you still have a shot at the green and then get the ball on the green and, and, and make a par, make a birdie, move on with your life. Hitting greens is the recipe, it's the magic bullet for golf. But let's get back into aiming strategy. So off the tee box, we wanna allow ourselves the best angle to the green and the best yardage. Figure what that yardage out is. If it's 100 yards, let's play to that. If we have a 360 yard par four and we wanna get 200 yards, well then let's hit a 260 yard shot and let's play for that. 
And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. But at least now you're forming some strategy, you're making informed decisions and informed decisions over time are going to help you lower your, your, your scores. And okay, let's talk approach shot strategy. In the approach shot strategy, you have to decide at what point are you confident enough to go at the pin? I'll say a good rule of thumb for most of us is 100 yards or less. Some of you that are better ball strikers, and that might be 125, 150, 175 would really be pushing it. That would, I would call that like an elite level ball striker. But where are you confident at going for the pin? And from that point, we got to decide, hey, are we going to go for the pin or are we going to go for the middle of the green? Statistics say get the ball on the green. So put it on the middle of the green, put it on the fat part of the green, or try to work the ball from the fat part of the green towards the hole. Those are all great strategies. But we want to give ourselves the best chance to hit the green. So for example, let's say my stock shot is a draw, pins on the left side of the green. I'm 125 yards away from the hole and that's in my comfort zone. A shot that I might try to play would be a shot that starts slightly right of the pin and works towards it, but is not going to be a shot that I'm going to overdraw because overdrawing the ball would put me into trouble. So when I'm, when I'm making that swing, I'm conscious of that. I'm making sure I don't over-rotate the club face. And if I hang myself out, I hang myself out into the meat of the green where, what's that magic word? I am on the green and I can make a par and move on with my life. Also, as we, as we talk aiming strategy here on the approach shots, it's really important to understand that par is a great score. And I think par should be celebrated more often than it is. A lot of people are like, oh, I made a par. Okay, cool. Well, if you make 18 pars, you're doing really, really damn good. And if the worst score on your scorecard is a bogey, I bet your handicap is sub three or sub four. So for most of us, don't get too disappointed with a bogey. Be happy with a par and don't let it derail your round. Par is a good score. All right, back on topic here, aiming strategies. So approach shots, we have to figure out where is our comfort zone, where can we go at the pin? If you're at 75 yards, you probably don't need to play at the middle of the green. Or maybe you do. This is where we need to have that honest conversation and say, hey, where am I at? Where am I at with my golf game? But generally speaking, 75 to 100 yards, most people as they advance should be comfortable in going at the pin, but also understanding if you're going at the pin, understand there's a wide side of the green. And if we miss, we wanna to miss to the wide side of the green. If the pin is in the front and the wide side of the green is past it, if anything, we wanna go past it. Just the opposite, if the pin is in the far edge of the green, the long side, and we have a lot of room in front, maybe we leave a little bit short. And also as on an advanced strategy, is leaving yourself an uphill putt. And I would say this is, and this is more common like on the tour is that they will play shots to where they'll have the best putt at the hole. For example, if the green is sloping back to front, pin is in the middle, a lot of times they wanna be slightly below the hole so they can putt uphill and, and have the best chance at making that putt. But this is something that you can take into consideration as well when you're chipping, you're close to the green. What is the putt that you're the most confident in? Chances are it's uphill, and for a right-handed player, it's one that breaks from right to left, opposite for a left-handed player. The other thing to think about is if you're putting uphill, you actually have a backboard on the hole. I don't know if you've ever thought about it that way, but that was something that always really helped me as I was learning was when, when my golf coach talked to me about it being more like a backboard, I was like, wow, that makes sense. I can, I can give that putt more juice, and I have a higher percentage chance of using that backboard and making it. All right, y'all, I just want to say thank you for hanging out for another podcast. I hope some of that aiming strategy stuff helped complete maybe some thoughts that you were wondering about 
or help give you some structure or some strategy to how you can approach your aiming strategy more effectively. I appreciate you for being exactly who you are. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week.